0: ready to have a scaled copywriting business, one that generates multi, multi six figures without giving away all of your time being the bottleneck or stuck in unscalable work, if you're ready to stop the constant hunt for new marketing tactics, clients, and a community that will truly understand exactly what you're going through, and you want a lean approach to consistent new growth quarter after quarter that gives you a truly reliable copywriting income that's built on strategic fundamentals. Instead of trending tactics, then it is time to start taking the right steps toward that new future of yours. Because I know you listening to this podcast, you are deeply committed to producing quality work that you love and care so much about seeing your clients win, but you just don't know how to grow without overworking and having to be the do all of your business. And that's why today's episode is brought to you by my mastermind, Freedom Found Collective. Freedom Found Collective is a high-touch mastermind for experienced copywriters ready to become unstoppable, scaling, multi-six-figure founders. FFC combines deep masterminding and coaching to help you grow a freedom-first, highly profitable copywriting business that can fuel your desired impact and lifestyle. If you want to start scaling your copywriting business by solidifying your unique blueprint to growth, one that aligns not only your goals with your actions, but the lifestyle and the work style that you want to have, then I encourage you to fill out an application to Freedom Found Collective now. Once you click that link, you will be invited to answer key business assessment questions that will give me the personal insights into your business because yes, I read every application personally to know if it's the right fit for you. It is time to get you out of this stuck cycle and into a new era where you're scaling up and feeling energized about your business again don't waste another minute. Fill out your application now at crystalchurch.com forward slash mastermind. Spots are limited as cohorts are small group and doors will only be open for a limited time. So apply now at crystalchurch.com forward slash mastermind. Good morning. How are we feeling today? how are we feeling this morning? You know, yesterday we started off with a word for how we're feeling right now. I want you to put one word in the chat. How are you feeling right now? And then I want you to put one word in the chat. How are you feeling about the next year? Coming off these first two days, thinking ahead, thinking about what's to come. How are you feeling about this next year? So two words there. Pumped, motivated, hopeful, excited, and intentional. Oh, I like that. Hopeful now and excited for this next year. Yes excited now and motivated for this next year, super excited, ready and excited. So, so good. Hello, those of you just joining us, we are putting into the chat two words. First word, how are you feeling right now in the present moment about this current day? And then second word, how are you feeling about the next year to come coming off of these two days we've had together? Meg, I love it. Nervous, but in a good way. Yeah, I think that feeling follows me and everything scary, everything new, everything big that I do. Nervous, and in a good way. One of my clients calls it nerve-sighted. So she'll send me a boxer message and she'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm so nerve-sighted. Like, nervous, excited. It's super cute. I think it sums it up really nicely. Hello. Hello. Thank you for being so prompt, everybody. So excited to see you. Hi, Andrea. Hi, Tanit. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Victoria. Nerve-sighted. Yes, I know. It's my new word, too. I love it. Abigail, hello. Kellen, hello. Emily, Jen, hi, hi, hi. Good morning. Okay we have got a lot of action packed stuff planned today so while people are still filtering in i'm going to get us going because i want to be able to dive in like this is like the the meatiest of the days like we've really like set a foundation now um talking about scalable offer talking about the future of your business your company how you know the scale that you'd like to build that to in terms of like lifestyle how you want to live reimagining how you want to work and then Yesterday, mapping out revenue, and then today, okay, how can we reverse engineer that and bring that into reality? So let's get going. Hello, those of you still joining us. Hello, hello. All righty. Welcome to day three. I have been so pumped about this all freaking day. And no joke, I just went and added some extra info into some of the slides because I was like, "Ah, I really want us to be able to talk about this too. So day three, we're going to talk about the Certainty Builder Framework and how you can integrate or essential elements to help you scale with more ease. All right, so you know the promise. By the end of this, our time together, you are going to know how to scale your business. We've already laid a lot of foundations here, so you're going to know how to scale your business and build that intentional lifestyle without burning yourself out, without deploying 20 million tactics. Like our goal is to streamline, to simplify, and to build in a really fun and sustainable way. So for those of you who do not know me, if you missed day one, day two, and you're joining me live, I got some DMs saying, I haven't been able to make it yet, but I am coming today. Hello, my name is Crystal Church. I'm so excited to be here with you today. I own a copywriting agency, and I also have an EDU platform on the other side of the business where we educate copywriters and other service providers in growing and scaling their businesses. So in the past couple of years, three years now, we've been able to serve hundreds of clients and customers on a global scale, which is pretty freaking cool, after quitting my job as a teacher and just starting this from scratch, not knowing anything and building it to multi-six figures. And now we're on track for seven. So as we dive in today, I want to remind you you're here to walk away with a playbook to first steal a business that you love. All right? That that's my primary goal. I want you to like what you're doing. I don't want you to turn around and have to burn it down and rebuild. So we're going to build something that you really love. We're going to increase your revenue so you have more financial freedom and we're going to free up your time so you can spend more time doing the things that you love with the people that you love, just having more choice, having more freedom. That is the goal. All righty. So, Stay with me until the end today, because if you came to day one and day two, you know the magic that happens at the end. And yesterday we gave away a $700 prize. The day before that, we gave away a $400 prize. And today we're giving away a $1,000 prize. And that includes coaching with me. So at the end, I'm going to announce the winner of yesterday's challenge. And we are going to celebrate. Like, I cannot wait to reveal this to you. So that's going to happen. And then I'm going to answer questions. So Q&A is going to go down at the end and you have a 50/50 shot here of winning even if you did not submit the challenge yesterday let me just point that out even if you did not submit the homework yesterday if you're like oh no i didn't i didn't see that i don't know what that is you still have an opportunity to win today we've got a 50/50 chance it's either going to be the leader team or the visionary team that wins. And if you don't know your team, we will inform you, okay? So 50-50 shot. It is the team that turned in the most homework yesterday and emailed myself and my team. So I already know who the winner is, but we gotta wait till later to uncover that. So welcome, welcome, welcome. I really want us to have fun together today. I want us to be able to dig in deep together today. And so that means we need to remove distractions and you've been a great group about doing this the last two days. So I encourage you just to continue to honor the commitment you made to yourself. Um, You know, I've, I've seen you come here and I've gotten your messages afterwards saying you spent hours like journaling, mapping things out, like really taking this to the next level. And that's what this is meant to do. This is 100% free for you to be able to have the professional development you need to move your business to the place that you want it to be in. So close the tabs, my friend. Put the phone like under the couch cushion. That's like my secret hack um, when I don't want to be distracted by it. I literally put it in the other room and be live here today and definitely be hopping into the chat as well. So. And we are going to get this show on the road. Now, in your workbook or your notebook, I think we can do this in our notebook, actually, um, because I think that that's simpler right now. So hold off on sending any links down. So in your notebook, write down on the left side your current annual revenue. So annually, current revenue. What's that number? You can do the rough math here. So if you are making on average 2K a month, you'll write down $24,000, right? If you're on average making 12K a month, you'll write down $144,000. So what's your annual revenue on the left-hand side? And then on the right-hand side, yesterday we wrote down our great, better, best financial goals. I want you to write down your best over here. And if you missed yesterday, I want you to think about the next 12 months. What is your stretch goal, stretch goal? That's your best goal. Okay, so your current revenue on the left, your best goal on the right. All righty. Give me just a moment. Get that down. This looks scary, Nancy. Okay, yes. I'm going to dig into that with you, okay? So I promised you yesterday that we wouldn't just talk about putting numbers in a spreadsheet, but we would talk about how to actually bring those numbers into your bank account, how to actually make this a profitable business, okay? And I know that sometimes looking at these numbers, especially side by side, can give you this comparison that might either be exciting, like, wow, look at the growth to come, or intimidating, like, oh my goodness, how am I going to get there? Or um, bring about questions of what if or how, the process, all of it. So if you're feeling any of that right now, all I want you to know is that this is so, so normal. Because right now, you have been doing a certain set of things in your business, a certain set of things to um, grow, maybe two steps forward, one step back, maybe a lot of growth, and then hitting a plateau. I'm going to kind of talk to you about my journey with that today. Um, Maybe you're in a zone of survival right now. That's the season that you're in. We've all been there. Wherever you are, you've been executing with a certain amount of time, energy, strategy, and doing a set, set let's say, routine to get by in your business according to whatever you've been focusing on, right? And This is just like part of the entrepreneurial journey, to be honest with you. However, to get over to the best revenue side, things are going to look a little bit different. Let me show this to you. Okay. So to get a little bit more tangible, your current revenue, likely right now for you to earn whatever it is that you're bringing in in the business, you're probably trying to do it all. You're working a lot more in your business than actually on your own business and growth. Probably piecemealing a lot of strategies together, trying new things, trying new tactics, deployment, 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 right? Waiting to see what comes to you, like clients, opportunities. Oh, is anybody gonna notice me? Is anybody gonna invite me to collab on things? Is my dream client gonna knock on my door? Stuck in non-revenue generating tasks. This happens a lot. And not because it's anything of your own fault, Um, because it's really hard to grow a business on your own. That's why. Cycles of burnout, super common. Um, Not creating change, scarcity mindset. Is anybody feeling this right now? Are these coming up for you where you are right now with your current revenue? And on the other side of it, yes, I'm seeing yes. Yes, me. Yep, absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Burnout, yes. Uh, I feel this. The Burnout is real. It is real. But I tell you, on the other side, you can say goodbye to that, you know, and you can choose the the like severity that you want to go into full force in projects or keep things more mellow. Um Yes, Meg, every time I get traction, I get burnt out. Mm -hmm. Feast or famine, I totally get that. So I wanna flip this around for you and I wanna show you when you're operating and bringing in your best revenue, the way to do that, what that looks like is you're leading with more strategy. You're spending your time with intention because time is actually the most valuable thing in your business, not even the revenue you bring in. It's how you're spending your time because that is the only thing that you can like collapse in order to make more revenue. So you're creating and refining infrastructure to support your growth in new ways. You're working more on your own business, right? You're cultivating bigger opportunities. You're probably delegating and automating to bring in more revenue, to bring in more freedom. And you're operating with more of a growth mindset than a this is where I am mindset right now, All right? So these two sides of the coin. And what I want you to take away from this is You can't apply the same techniques and strategies and habits to get to the next level that got you to this level, right? You you can't apply that. I mentioned this on day one. If we're here to cultivate change, if we are here to bring about a new era, then we have to do something different than what we've currently done to get us up to this point. And that does not mean that what we've done up until this point is necessarily wrong, right? That got us here. And thank goodness, thank goodness that hustle has brought you ladies to a point where you are able to say, hey, I've got a business. And now I have bigger goals I can see. Now I can see me building a 300K seven-figure business, right? So what we have to do now is say, in order to do that, in order to build that business, how can we operate as a true founder, as a true CEO? And a true founder stops wearing all of the hats. They take back control of their time. So if you're feeling tired, stuck, burnt out, ready for growth, like this next stage is for you, okay? It can get easier, it will get easier. And this is where... I'm really going to go deeper on this third secret. So you know I've said, I don't believe in secrets. That's why I'm doing this for free and sharing so much with you over these three days. I just want you to have what you need to succeed. That's the most important thing to me. So on day one, we talked about aligning your big vision with your path to scale. So your scalable business model. Then on day two, reverse engineering that scalable life um, and actually marking down all the revenue numbers, where they're coming from. And today, now we can bring that predictability from the revenue standpoint and the growth standpoint actually into your day-to-day so that you can start leveling up like this, okay? That is the goal. Victoria, yes. Yay, certainty and predictability. That is what we are here for, okay? So today I'm going to really share with you the three main components um, that like go deeper into these levels together. And yeah, we're just going to dive a little bit deep. So if you've got any thoughts, please share them in the chat. I want to tell you first a story for context. This is really going to set you up to understand what I'm talking about next and kind of the nitty-gritty, more finite strategy and details that you can start to deploy in your own business. So as I grew my business, I told you yesterday about how I got to that point where I hit my first 24K month. I don't know if you remember it, but what happened was I'd been growing, I'd been hustling, burning out, tired, but I was making progress. I was building something, but it felt like... I was taking two steps forward, one step back, and then I finally hit 24k month, most money I'd ever made in a month. And I was like, Oh, I have made it. I have made it. And honestly, I felt so relieved because I was tired. And I was like, okay, proof of concept. Like I can do this. And this is my new normal. Right. And it was a moment we're celebrating. So I remember celebrating Dale and I went out, we had a great time it's like, yes, yes, yes. And this was actually the very same month that Dale had to give notice at his teaching job. So on day one, I told you about my goal, like two primary goals when I started my business were to replace my six figure salary and then to retire Dale on a a timeline because there's a certain contract he was under. So this is the same month he had to give notice or he was going to be stuck there for another two years in that job. Okay. So I hit the 24K month. I was like, yes, put in your notice, my friends. Like we are on the up and up and up. And he put his notice in. And then the next month I made under half of what I had made the previous month when I felt on top of the world. I think it was like max 10K, if not um, if not under, and single digits. And I was like, oh, wait a second. What just happened? Okay, no worries. Like I can pull this back together, right? So hustle, 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 trying to bring in more projects, trying to be able to, you know, um, elevate my business in a different way that allowed me to handle more fulfillment, more projects. And that burnt me out even more, right? And then the very next month, okay, maybe make 15K. Okay, next month I make 7K. Okay, next month I make 16K. It literally went like this for like six months boom, boom, boom. And those were the six months of notice Dale had to give for his teaching job. Okay. So this whole time he's about to quit and I'm sitting there like honestly terrified because I'm about to be the sole breadwinner. And I thought I had Redundancy built up. I, I thought I had this predictability built up, and and I was starting to freak out a little bit, to be honest with you. Um, And I was like, okay, what what's happened here? Because I hit this point, and then I thought that that was the new normal. I thought I had graduated, right? Like it is a moment where you go up. I don't know if anybody's felt this before. This is in my mind. It was a moment you go up. Okay, I'm here now. Great, I get to be in this this club, and and then I was so confused as so how I was not in that club the next month, and the next month, and the next month. So. I soon learned that it is one thing to hit your first 15, 20, 30 K month, but it is an entirely other thing to sustain it. Right. And as we counted down now, the weeks, the mere weeks until Dale's last day of school, I realized how volatile my growth actually was. It was like that yo-yo. And so many uh, questions really were running through my mind. Like, would this work? Why isn't this working? Where's my next client? How can I get more eyeballs on my business? How can I do this without like, like literally like killing myself, or like overworking and just trying to manage everything? How can I sell those courses that I had just created? Like, I don't have time to manage that while I'm in my projects, And all I really, really, really wanted this whole time was just certainty. I just wanted to know that there was a future in my business that wasn't going to look like what I was currently in and that I could actually support us. You know, um, we were making plans to move to Mauritius and I was like, oh my goodness. Okay, so much is on the horizon that I need to get under lock, right? And I really just didn't want to spend years doing everything like this on the yo-yo, doing everything under the sun myself and pouring so much into the freaking business to just maintain the same 10 to 20K you know, just maintain that. And that's a great goal, financial goal to have. I I want to acknowledge that as a really great goal to have, but it's really easy to get stuck on the six figure plateau. I've seen it time and time again with clients who've come to me and I was like, what is going on here? And now hindsight years past years of experience past. And I can now see what that pattern is and what keeps people stuck on this plateau, right. Of having unpredictable revenue, always searching for new clients and the yada, yada, yada. So I needed to figure out how to get off of it without dying in the process. And really, at this point, I was focused on that predictability. Like we said in the chat, Victoria, was like sexiest word. Yes, predictability. When this was my main focus, that is all I could think about. I want predictability. I want to know. I want to know. I want to know. But in fact, I was actually blind to what my business should have been giving others. I was thinking about I want it to give me predictability. Instead of thinking about what it should be giving others, okay? So I'm going to dive a little bit deeper into this. What this really told me is the only thing that I could do, and in turn, the only thing that actually unlocked my pattern of stuck on this plateau and got me out of the volatility of trying to grow past six figures was by learning to master four key things. Four simple key things. And that in turn would would build and allow me to have more sustainability and predictability in my business like in the long run. And once I did that, let me just tell you, and I will reveal what that is in just a moment, but for context, once I did that, I began to lock these areas down. I was like, okay, I'm starting to understand here what's going on, learning, consuming, trying to figure it all out in the weeds. This was a really arduous, hard time for me. And one that I don't talk about a lot because, oh my goodness, I kind of just like black out of that. And during this time, like I was, I was trying to lock these ideas down, get them nailed down one by one by one, these four key areas. And once I did, even in the process of it, I started to see myself getting off of this plateau. And as soon as they were all working in tandem, bam, first multi-six-figure year and growing. So before I go any further with this, I want to pose a question to you for more context so we can go deeper. You know, to really understand the the importance of the framework I'm about to share, let's answer this question: What do you think makes somebody buy from you? What do you think makes somebody buy from you? No, like trust, mm-hmm. emotional connection, mm-hmm. process, yeah, reputation, yep. All of these things are true. At the at the end of the day, like let's see here, somebody said, Andrea said, results solving their biggest problem. Yep. At the end of the day, most of the time, all of these are factors, but the biggest thing, you know, that we, we usually think, especially as consumers is it comes down to a transformation. I want you to solve a problem, right? I want you to solve a problem. Conventional wisdom tells us it's about transformation usually. And those key things like results, your reputation are usually linked to your transformation. But in fact, that is just part of the equation It's very important but it is only part. And if you're only focusing on that, which is what I was doing, focusing on the, the transformation, transformation, then you're missing something really important. And I wonder if you can guess it based on our conversation so far. Comes down to certainty, my friends. Certainty is everything. Clients buy from you based off their feeling of certainty, certainty that you can give them that transformation. So coming back to that point, that transformation that they're looking for. And it, you know, the, really this is because in reality, there's a plethora of other options out there for them. Other companies, copywriters, um, courses, digital products, templates, you name it, that they can go to to solve their problem. You know, if somebody has their most dire problem, top of mind, and they're looking for a solution, they want to achieve that transformation. What it really boils down to is how certain you make them feel that you can provide the resolution that they are after and that ultimate transformation, right? And there are a lot of factors like you listed off in the chat that go into play, but there are some deeper core ones rooted in your brand and your business structure that needs to be identified and then fixed or created in order to really master certainty. So to sum up this point, and the higher the feeling of certainty you give your ideal client, i.e. the higher your certainty level from a business standpoint the more likely people are to work with your agency buy your course refer their friends pay higher rates and trust you to do your job as the professional that you are so what we want to do is raise this level of certainty in your business so thinking about those revenue numbers yesterday we want to hit those revenue numbers how do we do it we raise our level of certainty in the business across four key areas and really doing this like increases across the board There's several different factors that allow you to grow and build momentum. That's what we're going to dive more into today. And and to be honest with you, that's, that's why somebody mentioned Fiverr yesterday. That's why Fiverr and Upwork often have such low prices, because there's a very low level of certainty for whether the desired transformation is actually going to be achieved. You've ever hired anybody on Upwork? It's like, oh, I hope that they're good. Oh, I hope that this works. Um, you know, and I'm not just talking about like giving a surface level feeling of confidence in your sales process. It's not just about that. It goes so so much deeper in the way that you are actually fulfilling offers, orders, your brand, like so many things that that's really the meat of today. You know, and in my experience, when I was just making six figures on that plateau and it was so vol- volatile, as I it excuse me, as I built more of that authority. um, And I really grew my trust as like an email copywriter. And I was like, this is what I need to build up brand reputation. And that's a huge part of it. That is very key. And I still teach my clients this, but that on its own was not enough to get me out of that cycle. That was not enough. You need these other foundations in your business. And to be honest, this is what makes it more fun and more easy to run a business as well. Okay. So here's what they are. The very first part of the Certainty Builder framework is your irresistible offer to scale. So this is the primary revenue driver of your scalable business model, thinking back to day one. So if you're thinking about a certain model you've got in your mind or you're thinking through different models, I know some of you message me, all right, we're going to narrow down a primary irresistible offer that's going to be responsible for the bulk of your revenue. okay. Now, we've just really scratched the surface on what this means, irresistible offer. There's a lot that goes into this, but I want to give you context because it is more than just mapping out, here are the deliverables, and this is the timeline. You know, that that's basically the equivalent of doing an ICA spreadsheet and calling it your market research. So we want to go a lot deeper in this area before moving on to these other core pillars to make sure that everything else you do is grounded and rooted here with a base of success first, okay? Because the transformations that you are going to provide from your irresistible offer are going to reinforce everything else that you're doing, all right? So it's not just saying like, I'm gonna let's say run an agency that primarily focuses on sales copy. And that's my areas as well that's not enough. We want to really, really dig deeper. Like, what do you want to be known for? What's unique about the process, about the deliverables? What will, you know, solve their unique problems and in what way? And how specifically can you understand the opportunities at hand according to the problems and solutions you're providing? So just like really peeling back the layers of the onion here. And this is your client's first chance to start to understand the certainty that they might have in you, to start to subtly absorb the certainty. Then the next phase is high quality legion. And based on our conversations the past few days, I know you are ready to talk about this because here's the thing is most copywriters struggle so much in this area because they're focusing on legion. They're hearing a lot of people in the online space tell them that you need to like dance on TikTok and have Pinterest up and 20 million blogs and YouTube channel and all the things right? And, and deploy every single strategy at the same time. The problem here is that you are not ready yet for omnichannel marketing. And that's a good thing. It's, it's not necessarily time and omnichannel is something that you build in phases. So you can start to like layer it in piece by piece by piece. So already we're simplifying, but more so than that, the biggest problem with this like cumulative marketing strategy that people try to like pass on the online space is that Legion isn't just about Legion and getting eyeballs on your business. It should be about getting the right eyeballs and that comes down to high quality leads. So what we want to do is instead of playing for vanity metrics, what we want to do is bring in high quality, like magnetize these high quality leads to you that you know are going to be ideal fit for your offer. So you're not spending time worrying about like going viral and getting this huge audience. That's not necessary. I mean, depending on the scale of the brand you want to build, that's something you can build in time. But literally as you scale, like going up to 300, 500, et cetera, like thousand dollars a year in your business, you do not need to go viral to hit that. Right. I know people with that many followers, you know, not making that much money. So just a little bit of context there. <clears throat> High quality legion is literally the opposite of doing the scattershot. So if you feel like you're kind of like waiting for people to come to you or you're out there just saying, okay, I'm going to try this or I'm going to try this or I'm going to try this. What we want to do is the opposite of that. We want to refine and create a strategy for you that can be automated, that can be predictable, that can be rinse and repeated. Rinse and repeated. Okay. It's really about creating a dialed in process for turning cold traffic, the right cold traffic into hot leads for you. So this in turn will increase your visibility, will increase your brand authority and overall your opportunities for growth. Once you have that in and you've got these leads coming your way, you need my friend, a predictable sales mechanism. Excuse me. And so this is the element that like really starts to compound on this, these previous two pieces. So when you have an irresistible offer and you're bringing the right people to it, now it's like, okay, well, how do I actually turn them into clients for my agency? Or how do I actually bring them into my new course that I'm launching or whatever you're doing in your scalable business model that we've mapped out, right? This is time for you to rinse and repeat a system again, where you can turn up the dial on the lead gen, turn down the dial when you don't need as many leads in your business. And here, know that you can execute at a certain percentage and say, I know for certain that I have this percentage of close rates or conversions. Maybe it's automated, maybe it's not, maybe you're manually doing stuff. This is really going beyond just saying, okay, well, I'm gonna get clients onto a discovery call with me. Okay, great, first step. But is that scalable? Um, but is that the most effective way? And also, what are the a million other facets, the million other touch points in the sales mechanism that inform your client's experience pre and post that call, right? So it's really thinking about this as a mechanism, like a holistic piece in and of itself, right? And that's, that's what's so beautiful about this is then you get to turn up the dial on the other areas like the Legion, and then you can execute here really easily, like I said. Julia, no, I'm not saying you don't need a discovery call. I'm saying don't think that a discovery call is a sales mechanism. That's a piece. That is a piece. And it can be a very high converting piece, a very high converting piece, but that is not a whole sales process. That's what what a lot of copywriters get wrong. And that's what will also keep you in a one-on-one exchange of time. So a quality sales mechanism can look like, for example, let's say running one of our FFC clients is now putting up a high ticket Legion funnel. So she is there, you can do this organically or paid. She's doing the paid route. She's putting up a funnel and Dale just did a whole training with them and they've created a funnel together where they're going direct From ads, cold traffic, ideal, very targeted. Her ideal client coming in, seeing her landing page, booking a call for her services immediately. See, this is where you still can have your sales call. Bam, she gets on it, has a system to close them right away. Has the next steps in place. Okay, so it's all automated. She does not like IG. She does not want to be on social. So this is a really, really um, scalable option for her in terms of like energy, any energy spend, excuse me. Yes, Kellen, uh, I want that, yeah yep, yep, yep. So good. So that that's one example. It can look different for, for so many different types of business models, for so many different types of offers. And again, I go back to the point of this was specific for that client because she didn't energetically want to be spending all of her energy on social. The, there are different levels of, of clientele, of like energy spent that you can create inside of your sales mechanism, depending on what your personal priorities are. And this works for all industries and target buyers like founders or CEOs. Yes, Lindsay, it does. It does, it does. We've done it for the KC uh, the Studio. Like we have a funnel, we turn on and off whenever we're like, ah, we wanna fill a new more, a few more spots in the agency, in the KC Studio. Then we just turn it on, turn it off when we don't. Super nice. Hope that gives you some more insight there. And now once you've got that, okay, so we've got the offer, we've got the leads coming in. Now we know how to close the leads then my friends, it is time to have systems to scale because when you've got leads backed up and you're ready to buy, they're ready to buy, excuse me. You know, you want to make sure that you're able to, to do the heavy lifting of scalability, which is like actual multiplication to bring lots more clients in, lots more leads in the door, depending on what your goals are, right? Um, And we even like calculate this according to having a boutique studio. So we have a limited number of spots available. But at this point, we've got that, we've got internal team infrastructure, we've got our own processes, all the things that we're executing on a regular basis. And this all falls under our systems to scale. The thing is, I think that most people... Originally, think about systems to scale as being some workflows, maybe getting your click up in order, having your workflows and your templates. And that is definitely important and that's definitely part of it. But I want to tell you what the biggest actual piece of this, the biggest piece is actually self regulation and leadership skills. Self regulation and leadership skills. So, whether or not you're growing a team right now or you plan to, so whether you have a team or you're solo, this doesn't matter because, first and foremost, You have to learn to lead yourself. This is something that I have learned. I've watched, I've coached clients through many, many times is learning how to lead yourself, learning how to rewire how you work, how you show up, how you spend your time, you know, regulating your nervous system, making decisions, and then infusing this into your business and saying, okay, how can I bring this energy? And how can I show up in a different way to the business and now apply it to systems to scale or to lead my team? Right. So then that leadership starts to transcend. It also allows you then to better lead on your your clients and step in and be more of an authority in these roles that you're having with them as you continue to grow. Right. So, yeah, systems. So, so important. It's not something that you need to necessarily wait to invest in. This is something you can start doing right now in your business. And in fact, I would, because if you wait until you're making a certain amount of money, you're going to you're going to burn out really, really quickly because you haven't set up the foundations and the internal infrastructure and processes that you need to be able to sustain this point at six figures or multi-six figures, depending on where you are in your business. So we really want to start to grow this in phases phases and phases and phases and always come back to this and automate as much of your business as possible and what I love most about this piece this is the most important piece is every single element of the framework we've talked about so far this goes and pours right into it so when you get here when you're developing systems to scale whether that is the first thing you need to work on in your business, if that is the most dire problem for you, I would send you here and I would say, okay, first and foremost, you should come and you should be solidifying your systems to scale, refining and optimizing. And when you start doing that, you're in turn going to be optimizing systems in the other areas of the business, like marketing, for example, right? Like the sales process, it starts to overlap and trickle in like a fountain, like a teary fountain, so trickle down. You know, so the goal here over and over that I've said is creating rinse and repeat systems for delivering your offer, fulfilling on those services. Serving your clients with a really great client experience, a white glove client experience, something I talk about so, so often, and gets you out of being in the weeds. That is the goal. I want you out of the weeds, my friend, okay? So you're going to be in the weeds sometimes. That's what it's like to be an entrepreneur, but we can get you out of the weeds as much as possible, and that will change as you continue to develop your business and continue to scale. So we've talked about these four main pieces. I want to show you how they work together then here. All right, the certainty builder framework all of these things actually form your cycle of success. So i I hinted at each time they're pouring back into each other. They're really cyclical, right? They're not a one and done thing. It's not like, okay, one time I work on my offer. One time I work on my legion. One time my sales mechanism. One time my systems. Oh my goodness. I'm done for life. No, my friend, we come back over and over and over and for good reason. And and it's really fun to do this because every time you're coming back, it's because you're growing. It's because you're developing. It's because new things are happening in the business, right? So, and this is really how you build certainty into your business by learning how to optimize and refine these four core pillars over time. That will increase the certainty that clients feel about you, your brand, your offers when they interact with you. And it'll increase then in turn, the certainty you have in your own business, because you've got this consistency now, this predictability now. So it becomes a symbiotic relationship. And once you can do this, you can use this system to expand to 300K to 500K, seven figures. Somebody had a goal yesterday. Like I said earlier, Every new phase that you're going to be in, and actually my business manager explains it this way, because every season of growth that we've had and continue to have, now we've had, you know many, many, I would say, uh, seasons of growing pains, and then we're grow- growing into this new era. So now we've been able to see it. And identify it, we can label it. So the way that my business manager describes this is seasons of contraction and expansion. So before you're about to do something big and you're growing and you know something big is coming, like we mapped out the revenue numbers yesterday, something big is coming for each of you. So now you, you're in this beautiful phase of being able to be in a contraction moment where you can look holistically at this cycle and you can say, okay, where's my most dire need problem? where do I start first? And likely you need all of them because everybody and every business at every single stage needs to continue refinement. But we want to first zone in on the one that you need most and then move on to the next and the next and the next. And as we do this, as we prep and refine in our contraction period, what we're doing is pulling back a rubber band on a slingshot and saying, okay, when are we ready? And it doesn't mean it all has to be perfect. But when you're like, okay, yes, we've got the system down to support this level of um, capacity. We're going to be bringing in more clients because I'm growing an agency. Let's say Alicia's goal yesterday. Then we can decide when to let go of that rubber band. And now we are in a zone of expansion. All right. And then we come back to it for the next phase of growth. So that's what we continually do here. And um, I've seen my clients do. And I think that that's a really good way to look at it that allows you to always be in a different season. And that means you're not hustling all the time. That means you can constantly start to look ahead and say, how can we eliminate the burnout in the future? Okay, let's let's zone in on our internal systems and processes and then we can expand later. All right, so I want to give you an example of the role that optimizing in these areas can have in your business. So thinking from a few different areas. So a lot of you have mentioned being interested in uh, developing your legion, which is a really great goal to have. Some of you have told me you've got enough clients coming in. It's more about like the systems and figuring out how to scale and hire. Either way, as you do that, if you're going to grow an agency or right now you want to bring in more clients for your work, we can look at optimizing and say on the left-hand side here, we have the same numbers, okay? 400 potential leads. traffic, In our world. Maybe it's 400 followers on IG. Maybe it's on your email list. Maybe it's scattered across a few different channels. Okay. So you've got 400 people in your world, potential traffic now not optimized. So you could potentially say, okay, so from the 400, we have 6% in our audience over a certain period of time that we can convert to get on a sales call. So maybe you're promoting your website copy services, for example, 6% of that would be 24. Okay. Then Close rate from that, let's say, potentially could be 40%. So you're closing 9.6-ish sales. And if you're doing a project for 8K, that could turn into $72,000 for you. On the other side, you start looking at the numbers horizontally here. Same 400 we're starting with can go into, okay, what if we optimized our lead gen and made sure we had better quality leads and then in tandem optimized our actual sales process Okay, so you can see here better leads we can go from 6 to 12, 6 to 12% getting on a sales call. Now we went from 24 on a sales call to 48. We can optimize parts of our sales mechanism and take our close rate to 80%, which should be standard. And bam, now we closed 38.4 projects, which results in over $304,000. So you can see here just by optimizing a few key areas in your business, how that has a direct result on your ROI. That's all this example is like really just to show you from a bird's eye view perspective, what it can mean to dial in on these processes. Because it's one thing to look at it and to write it down and say, okay, great. I know I need to work on these areas, but no, no, no. What happens so, so often is that as entrepreneurs, as business owners, really, so many of us focus on areas of the business that are actually not driving revenue, that are actually not driving growth, right? So what we want to do is optimize how you're spending your time. Should you be making another reel right now? Maybe you should, maybe you shouldn't. Depends on what our legion strategy is, right? So how are we spending our time? How are we spending our energy? And then optimizing it, refining it, and dialing it in as much as possible. This is paramount. If you want to come over here and have this transformation in revenue over the next 12 months, right? This is it. It's about getting really simple and clear. It's just four areas. Four areas. There's a lot of meat that goes inside of it. But once you identify what the four umbrellas are, then you can go and execute. And I I really think about it like everybody is just looking for the clear path to scale and everybody thinks it's like a million different strategies out there. No, it is simplified and it is doing the same core things really freaking well and getting really, really good at them. That is our goal here for you. So the Certainty Builder Framework really gives you this straightforward path to scaling, scaling to that business and that lifestyle that you really want. And I want to tell you a story really quick about a client of mine, Megan, who implemented the same four steps, the same four areas of the Certainty Builder Framework. And this this recently happened. She had this random surprise that I think is probably one of the fears, probably something that's happened to many of us. And one of the fears that, that creeps up as a copywriter, which is within the same month, all of her retainer clients, which is the majority of her income, all of them paused work. All of them paused work. And she was like, what is in the water right now? Oh my gosh, like hands up if you've ever ever, ever worried about this. Like just it all drying up at once, okay? And I remember she had a moment where she was like, oh, what am I gonna do? And she sent me a message and she told me. And then she was like, actually, wait. Like literally immediately after, like the fear set in, immediately after she said, actually, no, it's totally fine. She said, I know exactly what I need to do. She went out there, she rinsed and repeated her Legion and sales mechanism. And guess what? The very next month, she had all of these sales calls lined up with dream clients, dream clients, ones that she probably wouldn't have been able to take on, she told me, because she would have been like full in capacity with the original ones that she had. So, like, I just want to reiterate to you that, like, you can start to look at things in your business that you don't necessarily know need solving now. You might feel a dire need in some areas, but for Meg, for example, we were solving problems that she didn't know she had before they came around. So then when they came around and they confronted her in the business, she was fine. She was absolutely fine. Do you see how crazy this is? It's like four simple things and then bam, bam. So and this is how simple it really can be. Having one irresistible offer, one scalable offer, and then having this solidified marketing and legion strategy and the sales process and the systems to match it. And it becomes this beautiful cyclical, let's say in tandem environment, right? It it allows you to have like efficient streamlined systems in the business so that you don't have to worry about if everything dries up or what's gonna happen. So I wanna ask you a question. As we've talked about this, type in the chat right now, what is stopping you from creating the business that you want? And there's no wrong answers here. We have been through it all, I've been through it all. What's holding you back from creating the business that you want? Crystal, okay. I can't find clients who will pay my, my prices. Okay, so positioning then. Val, finding cli- uh, clients. Hi, Val. Nice to see you. Amira, fear, leads, not knowing what to do. Yes, leads. What's my one irresistible offer? Feeling lost. Yes, yes. I have felt all of these. My Legion mostly. Yes, finding clients. Little support at home. Yep. Balancing care of kids, Meg, I get that. Several of our gals have had situations like that in um, FFC and had to traverse like how to balance that. But you can you can find a balance that works for you. And for example, like Ashley, who's in FFC right now, um, because she has like uh, a schedule that revolves around homeschooling her children. She works only 20 hours a week, makes six plus figures. So she's found this balance here. You can do you can do that too, but it takes time, but I just want you to know it's possible. I just want you to know somebody else out there is doing the same thing too. Yes, okay, I totally understand this. And and I want to share with you, like I was in the same place. You know, because the truth is, I didn't know what I didn't know when I started out. And as I grew and every new phase, it doesn't matter if you've been in business for six months, for six years, like every new phase is different. So you're always not going to know something. There are always going to be blind spots, problems you don't know need solving before that they arise. And I was stuck for so long because I didn't know what to do. I I didn't know the way out, you know, where to find the right leads, um, you know, how to improve my sales process, how to hire, how to train, how to manage a team, how to be a leader, like how to talk myself out of a spiral when I was having a bad day. I didn't know how to let go of limiting beliefs. A lot of this held me back until I realized like every time I would go down one of those spirals that the only thing... I could do is pull myself back up because nobody else is going to be there to do that. Even if somebody tries, right? Even as Dale's like, okay, you've got this. He's being my cheerleader. It's just like at the end of the day, you're the only one living in here. You're the only one executing here. So you have to bring your next level mindset to the game. All right. So you've got the framework piece and that's wonderful. This is the strategy and we must have this. However, it means nothing without the mindset. Without the mindset. And when you get this locked in, you create more, more revenue in the business, more opportunities, revenue and aside from revenue. And then that allows you to have more expansion. You know, and this really means like, at the end of the day, this is what I tell people. You have to decide how much you freaking want this. And I've had this self-conversation at so many different phases in my own journey. And I encourage you to have the same thing with yourself, the same discussion. How badly do you want it? Okay, and if you want it, if you were like, no, Crystal, I know this is my future. Going back to that big vision, going back to the revenue plan, both in one year and in 10 years, how much do you want this vision? Great. If you know that you are all in on it, then what you need to start doing, and this is the best advice I can give you, is embodying your seven-figure, eight-figure self now. Embodying her now. You may not have the same dollars in your bank account that she does but you have the same determination and same vision that she had to get where she got, right? To get to the place that she is now living in, in the future, you're carrying that. You are her, she is you. So you have to start embodying that and say, okay, with the knowledge I have now, with the resources I have now, because you don't have everything she has, But you do have your internal motivation. You do have your internal compass to start making decisions like her and to start saying, no, you know what? I'm going to choose the future that I know that I can create for myself. And all that means, it doesn't mean I have to have all the answers. What I come back to over and over for myself, I don't need to know right now. I just need to know how to take the next step. I need to know where I'm going long-term, but I need to know the next step and the next step and the next step. And what I don't know, I can ask somebody, I can figure it out, I can call a friend, right? Like I have options. Okay. So going back to your big vision, it's time to stop playing small and start going after that. And then use the certainty builder framework to come in and really support that growth for you. Like really go after it. You really can build your business without working 24-7. You can. You really can create the revenue that you mapped out yesterday. You can. It's just about figuring out the best way to spend your time and energy and optimize as you grow. And I will just end this little soapbox talk on this point you create what you envision. If you see it and you believe it, you can create it. Doesn't mean just wishing and saying one day, I hope I wake up. It's like, no, you envision it. You actually believe it. And you step into every single day, that future self. And you say, okay, what would she do today? Okay. Let me execute. Okay. Let me make decisions like she would. What choices would she make? And it comes from intention and discipline. And when you get get in this zone and you can start like rocking and rolling with it, I tell you, it gets so much more fun because you learn to trust yourself, have self-belief and give yourself permission to win big. I just did a whole podcast episode on this today. Give yourself permission to win because you can, if you want, if you want to let go of fear and if you want to trust yourself, then you can win. Now, that's all that this is. That's all entrepreneurship is. It is a game of self-trust. And if you learn to trust, then you can learn to win. You can learn to win. And everybody here is a freaking winner. So we have started on these steps together. We have started step one and step two together. Like these are the pieces that I tend to recommend that you come back to and refine over several weeks or months and revisit as you grow. Now, step number three, this is the biggest piece. Developing these four pillars isn't really done overnight but I want you to know where you're going. I want you to have that flashlight shining in the dark so you can see what is out in front of you. And I want you to then be able to take a more personal look at your business to be able to help and support in laying these four pillar foundations. So this is what I like to call your continual homework piece, number three here. If you want to scale, this is a non-negotiable. This is what I wish somebody had told me to focus on because I was focusing on 20 million strategies from Instagram, from podcasts, from books, and it was not helpful. (laughs) I mean, little tidbits were here and there, but I went down many tangents that took a lot more time and hardships than they should have. If somebody would have told me this and said, hey, if you prioritize these four areas, you can get off of this plateau or you can get to multi-six figures and beyond faster, and I would have prioritized that. So this is... This is the next piece of focus for you, developing these four areas. And I just want to be upfront. Like, this is going to take work. It's not meant to be easy. The reward would not be worth it if it was so easy. And there will be hard days, but I promise with the right path, it is also exciting, fulfilling. It is, it is so rewarding. It is enjoyable. And it can be really freaking fun. And most importantly, it can give you that future vision, that life that you're really after. Right. So if you're really ready to fully step into this new era of your business and step into a place of alignment and freedom, it is time to create that change for yourself. This path to scale isn't just some untested strategy. I want you to know this is a proven path. This is exactly what I have followed, what my clients have followed, and it works. It is the exact steps that I've used. Okay. And I I want you to just be able to take this and run with it. So you're looking at these examples and you know, thinking perhaps I'm going to guess like, okay, well, I know I wrote down my current and my best this year at the beginning of this training. I know I wrote that down. And you might be looking at it being like, okay, this is a little bit scary, or how can I get there, right? There's no way I can get to 200 or 300 or 500K this year. And I'll tell you, first, I want to shift our limiting mindset to a growth mindset. And then second of all, I want us to reiterate these words to ourselves, even if let's say you model your growth plan off of what we covered in the last few days, okay? And you miss the mark. Like, I'm just gonna put it out there. Let's say you freaking bomb, 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 bomb. Even if you just make it halfway to what we outlined on your best goal of, let's take 300K as an average from yesterday's examples of what people put in the chat. Your best goal of 300K, even if you just made it halfway, only 50% to your goal, an extra 150K in your bank account. Who doesn't want an extra 150K in their life in the next year? And that's if you only achieve half of your goal. Only achieve half, and you'll still have 150K in your bank. Okay. So this becomes a little less scary now. Let me let me say, like, what if, for example, you had this extra 150K for your family, for your lifestyle, for that trip, for saving for that house, whatever it is that is on your dream list that you wanna be able to fund, if you had that in your account, it is worth it for you to to go after your dreams. Now, let's say like you bomb it even further, okay? You take everything we talked about, you take the framework, you take all the pieces and you totally, totally, totally bomb it, miss the mark, and you only make 20% of your goal. 20%, not 50, 20. You're still going to walk away with an extra 60K in your pocket. What could you do with an extra 60K in the next year? Put it toward your mom retirement fund, right? Like we talked about yesterday, that down payment, that trip, like put it toward your future. What what would that do? And I think this is where we can flip the script on our own limiting mindsets and say, oh, wait a second. That's not so scary. That's not so scary because then I'm still winning. Like I am still winning if I even only get 20% to my goal. And let's say, even if you only get 10% of your goal, 10%. Like you have missed 90% of the mark on what we've talked about, 90%. Even if you just get 10%, that is an extra 30,000 freaking dollars to your name. I think that's worth the growth. What could you do? Pay off your student loans, you know, invest in retirement, put it in your, your investment accounts. We just had a wealth manager come into FFC yesterday. Like, What is it that you could do with that extra 30K? Take your family to Disneyland. Buy really expensive mouse ears. I think they're like sixty dollars. Um, you see what I mean? That's the that's the way that we need to start looking at things and to say if you totally miss the mark, you're still a winner. You're still winning. And I want you to understand that you don't have to be perfect to be successful. Even if you mess up majorly, okay. Even if you mess up majorly, you still have new revenue streams coming in. You still have new infrastructure in the business. You've still learned many, many lessons in the process that likely will turn into compounded growth over the next years to come. But I'm guessing you're not going to miss it like that. But even if. So in the past three days, we have covered so, so freaking much. So much. We've done a lot in terms of identifying your scalable business model, making a plan to stop being scattered and start to focus on one of these four areas, right? Diversifying revenue for many of you, developing that solid big vision foundation. We've reviewed pricing, capacity, revenue planning, given you an action plan to scale, showing you the impact of building certainty in your business. Most important piece here. So, I know that this has been a lot, and I know I have shared a lot with you. And a client once said this to me. She said she feels a little bit like this sometimes, and she looks ahead in her business. I want to know how many of you are feeling like this a little bit right now? Yes, Sarah said yes. This filing cabinet just opening up, extending indefinitely. Yes, feeling a little bit like this. It's a lot of. Imp- now, I know. This has been a lot. I've given away so much knowledge and insights into what you need to really scale your business over these last three action-packed days. And I've served you guys at the highest level but I know that there is more that like, there's so much more that I want to give you and so much more that I want to do. So if it is okay with you, I've got a really special offer where I'm going to help a small group of women scale their business with all the support that you need to achieve those stretch goals. So I've created a really tailored offer to help you do that and hit your first or your next 200, 300 K in your business, creating that intentional lifestyle to go with it. And because I know you ladies are going to need the support and the training and the resources. So I want to ask you, is it okay if I spend five or 10 minutes to make you guys a really special offer? and make this whole process way more simple for you. Taylor says, yes, Alethea, tell us, please. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Awesome. It's neat. Yeah. It's Nancy. Yes. Okay. Awesome. So Hey copywriter, you listen to this episode for a reason. You're ready to build the momentum you need to scale a business model that removes you from being the bottleneck of your business's work, that gives you unlimited potential to your revenue growth, and that unlocks your path to your future freedom-filled life. And if you are anything like me, you've got a truly unruly dream for your life, one that exceeds all of the expectations you previously thought you could have for yourself, and now you're trying to figure out how to make it happen. I want you to know that this journey doesn't have to be as intimidating or as lonely as it might feel. In fact, there's a community waiting for you right now to support you in your multi six figure growth and in creating the wealth generating future you're ready to step into. It's inside my mastermind, Freedom Found Collective. This is a transformative room of copywriters earning a minimum of 6K a month in their business but upwards of multi five figures monthly and are ready to scale and expand into their next chapter of growth doors are open for a limited time like less than a week from airing so if you are ready to join this room build the right scalable pillars and gain proximity to those that have gone before you apply now at crystalchurch.com forward slash mastermind that's crystalchurch.com forward slash mastermind spaces are limited and applications are open for a limited time i'll see you in there